0: good morning. Welcome to another episode of the Transit Lounge podcast. Thank you for being here and listening to another episode if you are a regular listener and if you're a first-time listener then a super extra welcome to you. Now this week's episode uh, I guess came to me because I was working with a client in the last week who is making some big changes in her work life and There are a lot of challenges and there's a lot to be done. And what I could see as we were talking through her current situation and what she was wanting to achieve and get to, I could literally see the overwhelm come over her. And what can happen when we allow overwhelm to get in our way is that it can paralyze you and have the impact of making you not take any action or do anything because it just seems so much or just too many things to be done. And that overwhelm kicks in and you just are frozen. And I could sort of see her being on the verge of that overwhelm. And I thought of this, this story or poem, it's sometimes referred to as, and I thought, you know, I wanted to share that with her because when you allow the overwhelm to paralyze you it essentially means that instead of even small steps getting taken it means that nothing gets done you just sort of freeze in that space of feeling like it's all too much you don't know where to start and it seems sometimes a little bit pointless if you can only you know, do one little thing, or where you you're starting from seems so far away from where you want to be, it can seem a little bit pointless. There's just so much to do. Or what can happen is that when you see all of the things that need to be done, sometimes people trip into being a bit manic. And, you know, just randomly being busy and trying to rush through things and not really paying attention to what they're trying to really achieve or the way that they go about it is actually in conflict with what they're actually wanting to achieve, if that makes sense. And really, this only matters when you're trying to create some sort of change that you care about, that matters to you, when you want to actually make a difference either to your own life or to the lives of others. And often those two things are completely related. When you want to make a difference to other people's lives, often it requires you to make a difference first in your own. And vice versa, when you make a difference in your own life, that has very often a ripple effect of benefit uh, to others. But those obstacles that we see all of the steps that need to be taken, some things that might be really unfamiliar or seem quite challenging because they're new, that is what can create overwhelm. And you can make that a reason not to do anything or not to make the change. But maybe there is a different way to look at it. And that's why I shared with that client this story that I'm going to share with you Because I think it can be really useful to give a different perspective on how we approach situations that can sometimes seem a bit overwhelming. So whether that's something in your life that you're wanting to change, for example, like my client wanting to change what's happening in her work life significantly, whether it's something to do with your health, which might be being impacted by your work life, or whether it's some other sort of aspect of your life. Sometimes the overwhelm of it of all the things that need to be done can feel like too much. But maybe this story might give a different perspective. Now I can't quite remember exactly when I first heard this story, but I recently heard it again, and I think that's why it was top of mind for me when I was, you know, working with that client. So I'm gonna share with you the the little story and then I guess have a bit of a chat about some of my takeouts and thoughts about how that can apply potentially to you. So this is a story or a poem. It's been told in very many different ways over the many years, but apparently it's extracted from a much longer piece of work that was written uh, back in, I think, the the 70s or something. Um, But it's referred to as the starfish story or the starfish thrower. So here's the story. One day, a man was up early and walking along the seashore. As he looked down the beach, he saw a young man that was reaching down, picking up small objects and throwing them into the ocean. As he came closer, he called out, Good morning. Can I ask what it is that you're doing? The young man paused looked up and replied, I'm throwing starfish into the ocean. The man asked, I must ask then, why are you throwing starfish into the ocean? To this the young man replied, well the sun is starting to come up and the tide is going out. If I don't throw them in, they'll die. Upon hearing this, the wise man commented, but young man, do you not realise that that there are miles and miles of beach and there are starfish all along every single mile. You can't possibly make a difference. At this comment, the young man bent down, picked up yet another starfish, threw it into the ocean and said, well, I made a difference to that one. I really like that little story And I think that whilst it has a lot of meaning, obviously, for the starfish specifically, I think it applies in lots of other ways in our lives too. A couple of things that I guess are thoughts that I had is around, really, if you think about any project that you are either working on or that you want to work on, any project that matters to you, what can happen is that you can see the big picture. You can see where you want to end up. And what can sometimes happen when you're you know, seeing that big picture end result that you want to get to is then you start to look at all the steps and things that has to happen in between where you are now and where you want to be. And that can actually contribute to a huge sense of overwhelm, of it feeling too hard, too far away, too much to be done. But I guess if you use that starfish story as an example, you can be thinking about, well, what's the, the end result that I'm wanting to be part of? or the difference that I'm wanting to make. And largely, I think it comes back to answering that question of, who do I actually want to be in my life? What are the experiences I want to have? And what's the impact that I want to have on others? As a personal example, recently, we, I can't remember whether I've mentioned this in earlier episodes, but we bought an apartment off the plan a couple of years ago, and it was completed a few months ago. And we've decided to furnish it and have it be sort of an executive short stay furnished apartment. And down the track, we might um, move in there or spend time there. But that's what we're doing at the moment. So it's in the same suburb that we live in now. And people have started to move in. And that we had a Strata meeting, which was very interesting and probably could be a topic for a whole nother uh, episode about um, human communication and styles and all that sort of thing. But anyway, one of the things that, that has come up is that as tenants were starting to move in, some of them are tenants that are owners and some are tenants that are renting. And I don't know, do you call a tenant an owner that's living there a tenant? They're probably not. They're owners that are living there and then tenants that are renting. Anyway, as a result of people moving in, some people, in fact it seemed like many people, just decided that they would dump all of their packing boxes of furniture that they'd bought and stuff uh, in the rubbish room, so much so that the entire rubbish room was filled with these massive boxes that people had bought beds and desks, side tables, TV, barbecues, all of this, many of which had they hadn't even attempted to break down or flatten in any way they just shove them in this room I don't know what goes through people's mind about who do you think is then going to do something with that and so what that meant was the bins couldn't even fit in the bin room because it was full of all this rubbish and there's a, a number of people that are living in the apartment block that are owners and they are they are older and um, you know they were really struggling with this and so I went and said that I would help out to get rid of some of this rubbish. And to be honest, when I went up, I went up last Sunday and I looked in the rubbish room and I can tell you that overwhelm completely kicked in for me because I was just standing there looking at literally this mountain of boxes that were well above my height even. And I just started thinking, this is going to take ages and I started getting frustrated about, well, this isn't even my rubbish. And if I, if I get rid of this, then is um, people just going to fill it up with more? Like, well, Anyway, there were all those things going on for me. But it came down to what was important to me about the type of person that I wanted to be. I wanted to support the owners that were living in the property. And I wanted to create, I guess, an environment and a situation where people would respect this space. And so... Uh, I spent a number of hours, as did Mick, breaking down these boxes and filling the back of the car to take the rubbish to a tip to get rid of it. And so it's things like that, I guess, where that could very easily have been an excuse to just not do anything and to walk away and say, well, it's not my problem and there's only so much I can do. But the reality was that for whatever reason, that just didn't sit comfortably with me. And yes, it took a lot of our time on our only day off of the week, that that particular week. We could have walked away, but I couldn't have felt comfortable about doing that. And I think they're the kind of moments where you start to realize, all right, well, what is it that's important to you? And therefore, what's worth putting in effort, even when it feels a bit futile? And so I don't know, I have heard that apparently some more boxes have appeared in the rubbish room and maybe there is only so much that you can do. But for me, at least I can feel good about what I did do because partly it's actually about not necessarily solving the entire problem and sometimes feeling the burden of responsibility of thinking that you have to solve it entirely is too much and therefore people walk away. Whereas a different way of looking at it is what's the contribution that, that I can make or you can make about something that is important where you want to make a bit of a difference without having to feel like you're carrying the whole load. And also, what does that communicate to others? There were people that saw me doing that. And some of the tenants, I think, realized, oh, crap, some of that stuff is mine, So I guess that, you know, who knows what impact that may have on them, maybe nothing, but for some of them, maybe it will make them think twice about what what they dump there again. I don't know. And I'm not attached to that outcome, I guess, at this point. Although if it keeps happening, ask me again in a couple of months. But then there's other examples too, where uh, a leadership program that I've been working on recently, there was a, a guy that shared the impact of a leader that he worked with years ago. Uh, on a you know construction site business, and he once saw the owner of the business as they were walking through the work site, saw some rubbish, and the owner of the business, the big boss, reached down, grabbed the rubbish, walked over to a rubbish bin, and put it in the bin. And he, as a young, fairly new team member, when he saw that, he said, "Had it? It had a huge impact on him, of what it said." about what it meant to be a leader and that for him moving forward, he would never see things as beneath him. So I know that that's another example about rubbish. Maybe that's just top of mind for me at the moment. But really it just comes down to what are the things that you care about and what's that approach that you can take about considering the contribution that you can make to that cause, to that project, to that issue, to that whatever. And really, I think, as you would have heard me talk about if you've listened to a few episodes, I really believe that you are the CEO of your own work and life. And the most important project you will ever work on is who you're being and what you do in your life and the impact that has on others. The other takeout that I get from the story is about the the difference it can make when you just focus on one thing at a time. If you get overwhelmed by trying to look too many steps ahead, too far down the road, that can have the impact of overwhelm kicking in and it means that you're not really concentrating on what can be done right now. So really just pulling your focus in and go, okay, what can I do right now or today that will make a difference that's towards the end result that I'm heading towards? And also to make sure that you can actually feel good about the actions and the steps that you have taken and that you are taking instead of only drowning in the overwhelm of all the things not yet done. I've been working on a new website for the Transit Lounge. I'm sure I'll let you know when that's finally finished and I can tell you that it has taken a lot longer than I thought it would and I hoped it would. And there's been various reasons, most of them out of my control, as to why it's taken much longer than it ideally would have. But it's still, the reality is that it has taken months instead of potentially weeks or maybe one month. And I could really get fixated on the frustration of how long it's taken. I could get fixated on all the things that are not yet done or that are not done to the standard that I really would like them to be done. But that doesn't help me move forward. And so there's a real impact that, that can happen when you acknowledge the things that have been done and that the progress that has been made and making it okay to feel good about that and that that doesn't mean that you're um, letting yourself off the hook or you're not taking any more action, that you actually use that as a catalyst for creating more momentum for, right, what's the next action? What's the next bit of progress? So, there are some of my takeouts from the starfish story. What about for you? If that's your story for this week, how could you potentially make a difference to your own situation, to your own life, or your own work at the moment? Knowing that every time you make a difference, make a change in your own life, it has ripple effects on others, and those ripple effects can be really positive or they can be not so positive. For this week, my wish for you, my message, my hope for you is that this week you can do what you can, even amongst maybe what can feel like an enormous project or an enormous road ahead, that you do some small things that mean you're making progress towards the life the work that you want to have and most importantly being the person that you want to be i hope you have a great week making a difference one starfish at a time thanks for listening to the transit lounge if you liked it please do me a favor and leave a review so i can keep doing more episodes for you and come and say hi in the private Facebook group, The Transit Lounge, being CEO you in the business of your life. I really look forward to connecting with you there. And until then, do whatever you can to create a future that you will love through the choices you make today.